This is the Fix It Show on WTMJ. Advice and opinions expressed during the program are solely that of the hosts or guests and not WTMJ Radio or Good Karma Brands Milwaukee, LLC. There's no such thing as no maintenance when it comes to your home. That's why we bring you the Fix It Show from 7 to 9 every Saturday. Get your questions ready for our expert home inspector, David Nason from Best Inspections. Here he is with his co-host, Dayton Kane. It's the Fix-It Show on WTMJ. Good Saturday to you. The Fix-It Show sponsored, as always, by Siding Unlimited and J&B Construction. Not the normal crew in here this morning. In fact, Isaac, our producer, is off, so Evan's in. And as I was introducing who's in for David Nason, I said he is the OG of <laughs> Fix-It, and that means original gangster. But what did you say, oh, Tom I said Faison? old guy. Old guy. <laughs> I'm the old guy. Tom I'm the Faison. original, too, but the old guy. Yeah. Good morning to you, sir. Good morning. It's Thank a great you. Fix-It day. Yeah, thanks for filling in for David. Appreciate yeah. that. Who's Glad sitting next to you over there? You know him. You've here. known him a long time. It's like Jason Fox is hanging out here. This good morning. Good morning. Morning, yes. Jason. Capital Heating, Cooling, and Electric in the house. We are here. How was your week? Busy? Good. Yeah. Well, yeah. We're helping, helping people again. every day. It got hot, like, and then it got cold, and then it got hot again. That's, that's, that's kind of Wisconsin, right? That's kind right? of what, <laughs> what it is. You uh, know, it's, it's funny because in the shoulder seasons, we do heating heating calls and cooling calls in the same day uh, all the time, right? So, you know, you're, you're used to it, but uh, yeah, we're you know prime summertime here, so the weather's going up and down a little bit. So sometimes it's nice to have a little break from the heat, uh, but uh, it's good. I guess I'm not used to summer where we're hitting 90 degrees during the day, and then two nights later we're down to 63 degrees. Like that's a big swing in summer, but it's happening like regularly. It's weird. Yeah, it is. It's been an interesting summer with uh, we because it's been I mean warm, but I don't think we've had like too many of the days where it's been 90s. Right, we have right. a few here and there, but uh, you know it's been what, a lot of mid 80s, upper 80s. So. You know, most people are using their air conditioning, uh, unless you're weird like me, where I still haven't turned mine on. But you have not at all. Oh. No, you are weird. <laughs> I love, I love, I love it hot and humid. That's that's okay. like my ideal. So uh, my wife uh, sometimes can get on board with that. So far, she's been pretty good. But uh, I know a few nights she's been like looking at me a little sideways, which I can understand. But um, I love it warm. So that's that's why we have. And our kids have been mostly at camps and stuff, so they haven't really complained. But there you go. So uh, as normal, tell everybody what you guys all do. Uh, so we work with homeowners in their homes. So if they have any uh, heating, cooling, or electric needs, uh, we can take and repair anything. We can maintain it, or we can replace it for them. So uh, we serve all of southeastern Wisconsin. Uh, been around for 16 years. Uh, I had Brad at my house this week, and he beyondified my system. What does that mean? <laughs> what do you guys do when you go into somebody's house? Uh, well, you know, beyondification. You know, we're not. We don't do a, a tune-up or a maintenance like most people do, right? We're going to come in and thoroughly look through the entire system, inside, outside, your ductwork, your systems, pressures, your look at your air quality, all the different things we can do when we go to your house. So it's way beyond a tune-up, and that's why it's called beyondification, right? So we're not there for you know 15 minutes. We were there for two hours, uh, tearing everything apart, bringing it back to a factory fresh condition, making sure everything is set up for you know, success and, and working the right way. Look at your ductwork, make sure it's not too much leakage or dirty. Uh, air filters, check the pressure of the system to make sure the system is operating to the maximum efficiency and that the equipment is operating as the manufacturer intended, right? So that's, there's a lot more to it than just cleaning it and getting it ready. Something fascinating happened while he was there. He's like, yeah, I was just talking to Jason and he didn't like this one reading on your system. I'm like, what? Hold on a second. So you have people back at the office working with the technicians in the field 
yeah, virtually. So every so every person that's in your house, we are back at the office working with them remotely, right? So we work as a giant team, right? So we have groups. So we have a, somebody that focuses on service, somebody that focuses on in-home uh, estimates, estimates, and someone that focuses on installs. But throughout the day, we're we're looking at readings, pictures situations and things to make sure that it's, you know, they're, everything is working and going as it's supposed to, and then that the technicians aren't missing something, right? Or if they have questions, you know, we work on a lot of different systems and every house is unique to its own environment, right? So we want to make sure we're delivering the service we can, best service we can to every customer. So that's how we do it is, is that because it's impossible to know everything, right? But with a team of people and, and we have, we'll bring in other people sometimes in the business as far as different managers that have expertise on particular pieces of equipment, just to make sure everything is, is the best possible outcome we can get. And uh, then at the end, you get this report. And if I wanted to do research and figure out what it all meant, it's extensive. <laughs> There's a lot of things that go into a heating and cooling system that way beyond my scope. Well, and that's what we, we validate everything through software, right? So basically we have our normal readings and gauges and things like that, but then we have software that we can hook up to everything to actually tell us everything that, what, it, you know, what the parameters are and what it actually is doing. So we can actually calculate the efficiency of the units and we go way beyond what everything is. That's why it's beyond right, right. and things because, you know, once again, when we're trying to deliver a service to a customer, we're trying to deliver the maximum value and longevity and things like that to whatever we're doing. And that's not a simple task, right? So it takes a, a village of people to do all that, right? It takes that and it takes high tech tools to make sure it is. So the, the technology in the last few years has really, you know, not only gotten more advanced in all the equipment that we install, but also on our side of things, we've been able to do a lot more with it and, and detect a lot more issues that we can solve way before they become a big problem. All right. So we've got the expert here, heating, cooling, electricity. We've got the OG, Mr. Fix-It in the house, Tom Faza here to answer questions. The Old National Bank Talk and Text Line is 855-616-1620. We'd love to hear from you this morning. Get your calls in. It is the Fix-It Show on WTMJ. From a leaky pipe to finishing your basement, the Fix-It Show on 620 WTMJ. Good morning to you. Dayton Kane here. Tom Faza in for David Nason this morning and Jason Fox from Capital Heating, Cooling, and Electric. Taking your calls, 855-616-1620. And during the break, Joe from Green Bay called in, couldn't hang on the line, but asked what your thoughts are on these self-installed uh, units that you can put in your home. I don't remember the exact brand he mentioned, but what are your thoughts on those, Jason? Uh <laughs> You know, this is a hard question, right? First because, of all, explain what he's talking about, because I'm not quite sure what he's asking. Self-installed unit, what does that so mean? So you can go on, like, uh, some of your big box stores and some websites, and you can buy all the stuff and put it in yourself, right? So um, there's a couple issues with that. A, the warranty is only going to be through that person or whatever, right? So they're going to sell you the stuff, but then if something happens or it doesn't work or it doesn't break, then you got to figure out how you're going to get parts or do something with the warranty, as a contractor, if you if you buy something through me, the warranty is carried through me and carried through my local distributor, whoever I purchased the product from, right? If you purchase something online, they will not warranty any of the stuff that's purchased online right? okay. because it's not brought through their channel. And every piece of equipment you sell is tracked with serial numbers, right? So everything that is ever sold, they know exactly who ended up with it and, and what the warranty and all that stuff because obviously warranties can be very expensive. So... The problem with self-installation, especially on something with refrigeration, is there's so many little things that you can not do the right way, and then you can end up with either leaking or mischarging. And then, you know, the if the charge isn't off, is even off just a little bit, like I'm talking ounces of refrigerant, your efficiency will be gone or your operation may not work good or you can even destroy the equipment. So 
yes, it's possible, but if you don't have a pretty good knowledge of what you're doing, I would not recommend it. Um, you know, most homeowners, they don't want to deal with that. They want to be able to know that whatever they got is going to last them a long time, right? right? So a properly installed system, you know, you want it to last you 15 or 20 years. You don't want to be a year or two down the road and having issues. And when do they break, right? When it's the hottest or the coldest or the most inconvenient times. Only, when, yeah. Right? Well, to to set up a unit properly, you need gauges, you need the experience, you need to know what you're doing, right? Uh, yeah, and, the, I, and and just installing them, right? Because there's certain things that have to be done along the way of the installation, right? And, you know, uh, you could read the instruction manual in some of these, but if you don't know what you're looking at or reading or why they're telling you to do a certain way, it can be, it can be difficult, right? So, um it's gambling, right? It's kind of what it is, right? It's, it depends what you want, right? Do you want to go through all the headaches and trouble and do it all and then and, 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 and hope it works? And sometimes, you know, like even us, we'll get stuff that's brand new and it doesn't work because there's a something happening in manufacturing or shipping or something happened. And then it's like you've done all this. Now you're trying to figure out all these other problems. So it's it's how much pain do you want to go through? <laughs> it's up to you. <laughs> right, right. But uh, to be honest with you, most of the time that uh, we've seen it happen, that ends up costing them far more than if they'd just had someone do it the first time. Yeah. Especially you're drilling holes in your house and doing all these other things. <laughs> <laughs> right. Doing electrical work on the side. Yeah, yeah. It's difficult. The Old National Bank talking text line, 855-616-1620. Uh, to the all-star group, how does capital evaluate air quality? That's the text that just came in. Uh, so we have a, uh, well, we do some physical inspections, A, to see if there's just sources we see, but B, we have a, um, a device that we bring in your house. It takes about 20 minutes and it samples the air. Uh, and then from there, it can tell us the, like the number of particulate, the VOCs, uh, and like the humidity level, different things about the air. And then we can figure out what's going on based on that report to figure out the different things you can do to correct it. So every home is different. Um, we've done tests and homes that are side by side that are similar and have completely different air quality tests, right? So uh, it really depends on your situation and, and what it is, but that's how we do. We come out and take care of that. Uh, we'll do it for free on any one of our service visits uh, if you ask us to. So we'll, we'll absolutely do that and tell you what's going on. That's an interesting point. You mentioned humidity level. So my house is 73 degrees. I set my air conditioner, unlike you, I set my air conditioner <laughs> at 73 degrees. The temperature outside at night drops down to 67, 66, and my air conditioner is still kicking on at night. Even though my house was already cooled to 73, the air outside is 67. Why would my air conditioner be kicking in at that point? Well, because, I mean, you have everything in your house still giving off heat, right? You, you're there, your wife's there, right? You got uh, appliances. I mean, I know I'm hot, but- <laughs> <laughs> you got appliances and things like that, and then you're, you know homes tend to re- they they retain heat during the day, right? So they're gonna so it's baked in that sun all day yeah, long. Yeah, so you got attic heat that's still radiating in things like that throughout the day. So uh. it's not uncommon for that to happen, right? Um, same thing like if you'll you know in the spring season you always see you know it's like gets really nice outside, but then you come home and your heat's running because your house is still cold inside, right? So the you know, indoor and outdoor are not the are, are not universal. That's why if you sleep with your windows open, then you wouldn't have that. Look okay, at my so house. that's what I should do. Open my windows. <laughs> but then shut do, your air off. Uh, yeah. do, some of the, do some of the systems are they set up for humidity control indoors too? Yeah, that'd be another reason they would run. Yep, yep, yep. If you have a uh, some of your your more high end systems, you can actually tell it to control the humidity level and the cooling level depending on what it what's going on, and it'll actually do that. But those typically will modulate and they what they'll do is they will go to a real low rate just to pull the humidity out uh, and they won't overcool the space or you can also do it to bring humidity up in the winter uh, winter time when we need more moisture in there. 
Okay. Another text came in. It says, to Tom Faza, welcome. And just to note that as a first-time homeowner, I have found your book, How to Operate Your Home to Be Very Useful. <laughs> Enjoy your summer weekend, guys. Well, that was a nice text. That's actually oh, that's a, nice. a training tool we use at our facility, the book you gave me. We, we actually uh, have new people that are like uh, in, especially with, or that are going in homes to help customers figure out what to do and things like that to teach them about the different parts of the home. So it's a great book. Oh, that's cool. If cool. you it's, just are tuning in, Tom Faze is sitting in for David Nason this week. We talk about him all the time on the show still, and uh, now we have him. So if you have questions or you want to just say hi, get in and talk to us, 855-616-1620. We're going to take another break. It is the Fix-It Show on WTMJ. Now back to the Fix-It Show on 620 WTMJ. Well, Marshall Tucker Band, can't you see? They were at the House of Harley last night for a free show. You guys do any of the Harley stuff? No, no Harley stuff. No, Jason no. Fox, Tom Faze. Yeah, in the studio. I'm a motorcycle guy, but I'm a Honda guy. No, so. oh, you can't say that on the 120th anniversary I, of Harley. I appreciate all the Harley. Okay, I, right. I, I'm glad they're here, but I'm not a huge crowd person. So okay. uh, that's uh, we're we're out in the country there. Hiding from it all. A couple thousand people singing Can't You See together with Marshall Tucker on stage. It was fun. It was a good night. A little wet. A little rain came down. But uh, yes, Jason Fox from Capital Heating, Cooling, and Electric on. Tom Faza, uh, the original Mr. Fix-It. How, how many years did you do the show, Tom? Old guy. Uh, on TMJ, about 27 years, I think. 27 and then before years. that, I was somewhere else for five years. So wow. I was Mr. Fix-It on the radio for about 32 years. Yeah. Wow. That's Always amazing. loved doing it. The only thing I got tired of is every Saturday morning. <laughs> Getting up early. <laughs> Radio commitment, yeah. My wife so. asked me last week, she's like, are you still enjoying doing the show? I'm like, do you think I would get up at 5.30 on a Saturday if I didn't like doing the show? Yeah, like that's You got to have some commitment to do that. So we appreciate you guys coming in and being here today. Uh, we'd love to hear from you as well. The old National Bank talking text line is 855-616-1620. A text here says, uh, I have an unheated crawl space under our living room that's maybe three feet tall. It has Concrete floor and block walls, vents open to the outside, no insulation in the joists or on the block walls. Would you suggest insulating this area? I'll let Tom answer that one. Well, the concept there was is a vent to remove moisture. So you're a whole lot better in our climate to seal it up so moisture can't get in. So a visqueen vapor barrier on the dirt or concrete. Uh, if it's concrete, you're okay. And then, yes, insulate the walls. Uh, check with your local building inspector or with a quality insulation installing company. But typically, closed foam insulation sprayed in uh, from the top of the foundation wall up to the framing of the house, up to the subfloor. That seals that all up really tightly, and that's a huge air leak. And then the walls can be insulated, too. So then you're really bringing that space into the envelope of your house. Right. And then it's going to stay relatively warm. The rooms will be warmer. You have less heat loss. And I'd say, Jason, that'd be a right way to, right way to do it. I think right? that'd be great. The only other thing I would say is just you may need a dehumidifier in the summer, right? If, it, if That's it's sealed up did. good. Yeah. So we did this exact same thing last year. And it made a huge difference in the way the house felt even because you weren't getting that moisture coming up. We had dirt, so it wasn't cement at all. So we had moisture kind of coming in the house from the dirt, from the outside, sealed it all up put all the rim joists, everything you just talked about, and the dehumidifier, big dehumidifier. And it, the house sm smells better. We're not getting a dirt smell in the house. It, it just, I would say go yeah. for it. And Thank the you. other thing I, I visualize is this is open to the rest of the basement. It's got an open area. Right. And then right. that's like your house would yes. have that. Correct. And then you seal off those vents, just totally seal them off. If it's a to totally the, closed area, 
and there's no you know no connection to a full depth basement, then dehumidification down there in the in the summertime would be the thing to do too. Okay. All right. So we do have a call. Let's go over to Dan in Brookfield. Good morning, Dan. What's your question? Good morning. Hey, I'm having an issue with my coil freezing up, and I had a gentleman come out, and he was telling me I was low on uh, Freon, and my unit is 24 years old, so I, I know it needs to be replaced instead of you know spending the money to have it recharged with the old refrigerant. My question is, I had put a half bath down in my basement, and I covered up that A-coil line that comes from the compressor to the A-coil itself, does that have to be nailed in on every joist? What? How, how does that work? Because I, I really don't want to have to tear the ceiling apart. Uh, well, you shouldn't have to. I mean, typically you, you like to change those uh, lines of, out if you can. Right? You don't have to change them. If you don't change it, you want to at least test it to make sure that it's not leaking at all. Because uh, the last thing you want to do is put a new system in and have a leak, you know, on something you didn't change. But uh, no, if if there's enough room to fish it over there, and long as it we can, you can be properly supported on both ends. Uh, we've done that a number of times, so it shouldn't be an issue. All right, we appreciate the call. Let's take a break now. It is the Fix It Show eight five five six one six one six twenty. The old National Bank Talk and Text Line. If you want to join in. I- this is the Fix It Show on six twenty WTMJ. It is a fix-it show. I'm Dayton Kane. In for David Nason is Tom Faza, and we have Jason from Capital Heating, Cooling, and Electric on the show as well. That's the Foo Fighters play, and they will be on stage tonight for the 120th anniversary of Harley-Davidson. So head down to Veterans Park and uh, catch the show. I was never a Foo Fighters fan until I saw them live. It is a great concert. So if you're looking for a good show, that's the one to You are definitely a music connoisseur, that's for uh, sure. I love music. I, that's, that's Well, I was in radio for... 30 years music radio before I did <laughs> sure. this. So, uh, so yeah, so let's talk a little bit. I'm going to call myself out here. So every time you guys come out to do my beyondification, which is every six months or so, cause you're either looking at the furnace system and all that, or we're getting into the cooling system and I go out and I get my filter and I put it in before you get there. And this time I didn't. So I think we were pushing about seven months on this filter it was filthy. <laughs> filth. I was embarrassed when he pulled it out of the furnace. I'm like, why, why, Dayton, did you not go get the new filter? I could not believe how dirty it got in just seven months. So we talk about it all the time on the show. If you're not changing your filter regularly, you need to do it. Change your filter. And especially if you have like a one-inch filter, you're going to want to change those more often than if you have one of the bigger I ones. I the bigger one. Yeah, so the bigger ones, you, you get a little more. It's all about surface area, right? So the bigger ones have significantly more surface area than the small ones, right? right? And the big thing is, is uh, we run into a lot of this. I know there's a lot of people who love Costco. Do not buy Costco filter. <laughs> um, we uh, we end up having to so many homes we go to the Costco filters, which Costco is a great company, and, and the filters are not a bad filter. Just the problem is they're way too restrictive for most systems. Oh. Uh, so what happens is it reduces the airflow so significantly it starts to cause problems. So okay. if you want a highly restrictive filter, you need to have it installed in such a way that it allows the enough surface area for the air to get through, so the system can run properly. So. Um, Costco, the, the Kirkland filters, we are like, and they're very popular, but we run into lots of issues with those. All right. Are those the one inch filters? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Huh. 
Let's go really to the line. Sure. We got Jim from Costco on the line. Uh, <laughs> Jim, what's your question? Uh, hey, I'm a Costco member, but yeah. I, you know, and the, I don't know if they have. Their, I've never looked at their air filters there, but uh, it, the the Merv 13 and the Merv 11s are just so restrictive. It's been problematic. I had an 11, and Brad's like, "Go down to an eight. You're, you're too big for your, fil- your furnace." So I did that. So yeah, because the, the drive in the furnace is obviously got to move a certain amount of air. What happens is that every furnace is rated to have a maximum pressure, right? Like like, like your blood pressure, right? Well, what happens is if you get the filter too dirty or you get too restrictive, that goes above that. And then what happens is it causes premature failure, extended run times. It causes higher utilities. So you, you run into lots of issues when that pressure is not right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I had my ducts cleaned two years ago. So my ducts are fairly clean and my filter was still filthy. Like if you haven't had your ducts clean and you're not changing your your system is just choking out, right? Oh, it is. Point. Yeah, right. I mean, so the, you know, the getting your ducts clean, you're getting all the stuff out of there, right? But there's still a tremendous amount of stuff in our air, right? right. 99% of what's in the air, you can't see, right? So think about that. <laughs> the stuff you do see is only 1%. Uh, but yeah, so getting your ducts clean, obviously, is a great, a great step uh, to do that. If you've never had your ducts clean, I highly recommend calling someone to take a look at it. You know, we look at them uh, every year when we're out doing our beautifications, but the, according to NADCA, you should at least have it inspected every other year to see, do they need to be clean? Sometimes they don't, right? I mean, some people, they don't have their windows open ever. They don't have kids, they don't have pets, right? So their ducks stay fairly decent, but you know, with you, with just opening and closing your doors and windows being open and, and kids and things like that and pets, you, you'd be surprised how much stuff can accumulate in there. How about you? Got a big household full of animals running everywhere, Tom? Yeah, we've got a real quiet house. It's just my wife and I, and I do have a four-inch thick filter. And, uh, you know, after a year, it's not dirty. So what I did, though, when I built the house 15 years ago, is it sealed extremely tightly. And you don't get any air infiltration from the outside in my house. In fact, you have to run the ventilation system that I have in order to get air air circulation in the house, air exchanges. Yep. So our filter, amazingly, uh, it could be a year old and it's, oh, it looks it looks perfectly clean. It's probably have some dirt on it, but I only change it once a year. Okay. And it depends uh, on, but you check it. You make sure you're well. You oh, <laughs> you know, come on! You check it the first two years, and after that, ah, that thing's still good. That thing is fine. There should be uh, no problems. Even uh, Mister Fix It has filter issues. Yeah. <laughs> I, I put a date on it, so I yeah. know the last time I changed it. Oh, and that's the thing about air filters is they they don't actually get the dirt on the outside. They get the dirt in the middle first, and they load from the inside out. Right. right. So when a filter, like that's the one thing that we know, like, well, it doesn't look bad, but actually the. The, the dirt gets trapped in the middle, and then it builds out from the middle. So when you see it on the outside, it's really filthy because the inside is completely plugged. Oh, sure, because the airflow is going through the filter. Exactly, first, exactly. So it's going to hit the middle, and that's where it's going to load, and then it loads from there out. Yeah, and the thing people need to be careful of, uh, Jason talked about, is this rest- what we call a restrictive airflow, but a more efficient uh, filter that captures more dirt. So it takes more energy to push the air through. So now you're restricting the airflow. So the MERV 13s are really, really fine. They catch yes. more particulate. That's great, but they plug up a lot quicker. Well, and the, so the higher the MERV number, so people know, that's the high, the more restrictive the filter right. is, right? So, um, and it, you know, it was like, well, I want a cleaner air. I'm going to put this higher thing in, but then you might cause all kinds of other problems with your system. So a lot of times when we look at indoor air quality or testing and things, you know, we won't, Typically, most certain equipment can handle it, right? But if your equipment isn't done installed properly, your ductwork's not proper, you can't handle a more restrictive filter. There's other things we can add to make the filter work better than a MERV 13 without having with using a very low restrictive filter. So there's technology that allows those with ionization and other things that we can do 
to make the filter uh, work more efficiently on a lower MERV rating to still allow you the airflow. Yeah, and it used to be in the old day, the air filters, the furnaces were all rated for these fiberglass one-inch thick air filters, yep. right? And what are they today? Is that what they're rated for? or uh, So, the well, the, the systems are typically today all rated at about a 0.5 static pressure, right? So that's the way the systems are designed, right? So that's the, the ton of engineering. But you're, essentially, your supply duct is, is one-tenth of an inch, and well, your return's one-tenth, your coil's 0.15, and then your filter's 0.1, and gives you like about a 0.45 and then a 0.5 max so in case your filter gets dirty. <laughs> Ton of math there, but the old ones, yes, they were rated much low. But it's all got to do with the motor that drives the system, right? And that's what provides the longevity. Because if you if you have too much restriction, your a coil can freeze and turn into a snow cone, right? Which yeah. then you'll, you'll leak water, or your heat exchanger can fail because the heat exchanger won't get a proper amount of airflow across it, and actually it'll cause part of it to be too hot and part of it not, and it'll that's why they crack and fail and things like that. Hmm. Plus, you wear out blower motors. Like if you're having a ton of repairs, like in your house, like you're losing blower motors and fan motors and capacitors and all these other things are happening all the time, chances are the cause of that is the, is the duct work and the airflow. And that's driving the, the, all those problems to happen because it's not running the way it's supposed to. Sure. When, when Brad did my beyondification this week, he did just what he just did. And I was going, uh-huh, uh-huh, okay. <laughs> like I knew what I was, no. There's so well, many Well, that's all the stuff that, I was looking that's at That's why the you office. bring the pros in. Yeah. That's why you bring the pros in. The old National Bank talking text line, you're going to want to get this ready because we're going to give away a Capital Cares membership coming up after the break. The old National Bank talking text line, 855-616-1620. We do have Jason Fox from Capital Heating, Cooling, and Electric for another 17 minutes or so. So get your calls and questions in it's the fix it show on wtmj it's the fix it show exclusively on 620 wtmj joan jett going to be on stage tonight at the 120th for harley and how old do you think joan jett is guys older than me (laughs) she is 64 i introduced her on stage like 10 years ago and i thought she was old <laughs> she rocks though she is so good all right 855-616-1620 the old national bank talking text line jason fox from capital heating cooling and electric on with us tom faza in for david nason let's go to the phones bonnie and franklin good morning what's your question uh, my question is for tom faza um i'd like to get his book for my two sons but one of them lives in washington state and things are a little different there. I mean, their their furnace is on the roof for one thing. And I was just wondering if um, he his book uh, includes that sort of thing or not. Yeah, it covers the whole country. Um, it's a little bit more a cold climate book, but it pretty much covers the whole country. Um, having a furnace on the roof, I don't know if it'd be on the roof. Is he which side of the mountains is he on? The, the dry side or the wet side? Well, he's in, like, right near Vancouver, Washington, okay, near so, the river. So then that would be damp. Yeah. Uh, it'll cover yeah. that, basics, yeah. And if you want to find the book, you can find it at Amazon, or if you just Google how to operate your home, um, and you can do a .com, that'll go to my website, and we sell books, too. But Amazon's probably the easiest way to get it. All right. Thank you for that question. Let's go over to Darla in Slinger. Good morning, Darla. How are you? What's your question? My question 
is regarding the furnace filters like you were talking about. And I had found um, a bunch of them at Ace Hardware's uh, for contractors. So I ended up buying six of them at like half the price. And I bought the size. I have one of those big, huge furnace filters, four by whatever they are, five, six, whatever. Anyways, and so I take, took out the other, the old one, and I was putting in the new one. And I'm like, well, this looks smaller. And sure enough, it was like a half inch smaller in all sides. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, is this even, you know, right? And I rechecked it, and it was like it said it was a replacement for that one. So then when I had my yearly thing in May to check my air and my furnace, um, you know, and tune up and everything, I said, is this going to be okay? And he's like, yeah. And I thought, well, I'll just ask you guys just as a second <laughs> opinion. <laughs> Well, the, the biggest thing is you don't want any air to bypass the filter, right? So um, some filters have like a foam strip around them that seal, that make that final seal because if there's, air is always going to take the path of least resistance. So if there's, if it's too small for the cabinet, which is the part that holds the filter and air can get around there, then all that dirty unfiltered air is going to go into the critical components of your system. So if it can't get past there, are you okay? If it's getting past there, I wouldn't use those. I'd find one that fits uh, in there to not allow air to bypass it because you don't want any of that. Because once past the filter, then you get your circuit board, your blower motor, you got your heat exchanger, your coil. All the most expensive things to fix on that piece of equipment are all right there, and you don't want them full of dirt. Maybe that's why they were discounted. <laughs> they were too small. All right. We do need to take one final break. When we come back, uh, I want to talk about electricity a little bit because you guys are installing stuff that people are looking for big time right now, and we want them to know about it. Jason Fox here from Capital Heating, Cooling, and Electric. It is The Fix-It Show on WTMJ. The WTMJ. From a leaky pipe to finishing your basement. The Fix-It Show on 620 WTMJ. This one's for you, Tom Faza. The boys are back in town. Tom Faza's back in studio. One night only. Appearing out of retirement. Here he is in for David Nason. Uh, Jason Fox here from Capital Heating, Cooling, and Electric as well. The Fix-It Show, always sponsored by Siding Unlimited and J&B Construction. We thank them for that. We'll be talking to Eric from Siding Unlimited coming up next hour. So... Capital Cares Club, tell us what it is. World's greatest club, right? So two of those beyondifications we talked about, which are normally $199 each, right? But it, you're part of the club, but we include those for no charge. 24-hour uh, service, right? So if you have a problem night or day, anything like that, you're, you can give us a call. We're going to come take care of you. You only pay 49 bucks for those service calls if, if we have to come out. 20% uh, off all repairs, 10% off of our award-winning uh, uh, NADCA certified duct cleaning. You get $400 worth of capital cash towards any of our indoor air quality devices, uh, so it's an amazing program. We take care of all your all your stuff, warranties, and you get a free electrical inspection every year for your house as well from our master electricians. So all that is only $48 to join and $24 a month, and you can cancel any time. You get services immediately the day you, the day you sign up. I love it because it automatically reminds me, oh, yeah, I need to check my filter. I need to get my tune-up done so it's always being maintained. I don't forget about it because you guys remember for me. We worry about it so you don't have to. So let's give one of these uh, Care Club memberships away. 855-616-1620 is the old National Bank talking text line. What's the question we're asking? Uh, what days a week do we do repairs? What days a week does Capital do repairs? First person Same that day calls repairs. In. Same day repairs. <laughs> First person that gets that right, we'll get your name and number, and we'll get you into that Cares Club. Uh, let's talk about what you guys are installing big time right now. 
electric car chargers, right? Yeah. So uh, it, it's amazing. You know, we, we used to install like one a week or two a week. And I mean, I think this week we did 10. So uh, it's unbelievable how many people are buying electric vehicles and, and having those in their homes. So we install all the manufacturers, uh, car chargers. We got to come out to your house and obviously look and see what we need to do to put it in. Some car, some homes need additional electric. Some homes are real simple and it's, it's one, two, three. So, um, but yeah, it's, it's definitely taking the area by storm, I would say. I mean, it's, it's amazing how many where, where people are buying them and putting them in. Uh, is this like a, a stand up station or does it go on a wall? What are, what does this yes. look like? <laughs> it depends on the situation. Yeah, so that you can put them outside, right? So you, you some oh. people want them in there, you know, like on a slab outside, some people want them in their garage, it, it, you know, whatever, situation you have you know some garages are detached you know what i mean so whatever they need we can we can resolve it for them interesting but uh yeah the electric vehicles becoming very popular yes it's, very it's, a, popular. it's amazing well thanks for everybody that's calling in the phone lines are full um so we'll get our winner here and get you signed up for the cares club uh we have about a minute left so wrap it up tell people how to get in touch with you what you guys <laughs> so, got yeah, going give on so yeah if you got if we're open 7 days a week we never close you always will talk to a live person you got questions we didn't answer in the show today give Tyler a call he's in the office right now his number is 414-662-0956 uh, on the web at capitalhvac.com. You can you can uh, t- uh, chat with us there. You can also schedule an appointment. So if you don't want to talk to someone, you can just go online. You can schedule an appointment right there, date and time that you want to do. We can take care of all that for you. Uh, we also have on our, our website now that uh, if you are interested in a new system and really don't, not ready to talk to someone, but you want to get some pricing ideas, you can go right on our website. You can build your own system and price it right there, and you'll know kind of what the costs are. Nice. Uh, so when you're ready to give us a call, we can take a look at it. But uh, yeah, Locate Marine Falls, we never close. We're always open, and we try to make it as easy as possible to do business with us. Always good to have you on the show. Thanks for coming in. Thank you. Good to see you guys. Good Jason, to see you, Tom. Nice to see you again. All right, next hour, Eric Brown from Siding Unlimited going to be on the show. You can get your calls in for him right away, too, 855-616-1620. That does it for our number one. This has been the Fix-It Show on WTMJ. Advice and opinions expressed during the program are solely that of the hosts or guests at not WTMJ Radio or Good Karma Brands Milwaukee, LLC.